You gotta get bruised before you get mad You gotta fall down before you fight back Was feeling so weak, but baby I'm strong Little did I know I'm a champion I'm a champion Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the week. Another edition of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Elio Canella here alongside the man that's always piercing barriers. My co-host, Ben Pierce. Ben, how is it going? Very good, man. It's been, it's been a, a little bit since we uh, chatted. I was, I was uh, gone on vacation and you were, you were dealing with... Uh, Multitudes of crap in in the meantime, so yep. it's good to be it's good to be back and uh, looking forward to uh, discussing uh, discussing everything that's been uh, happening in terms of uh, wrestling. And now we we have we have plenty of good things to discuss and uh, some some of the bad. So uh, strap yourself in, make sure the walls are reinforced. Hold on. And, okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, make sure your uh, make sure your parents have the uh, Italian soap operas turned down so they don't have to <laughs> hear that on the uh, podcast this evening. Let's get started. All right. So um, there was um, there was a pay per view last weekend. Yes. Clash of Champions. Oh, side note. September 15th, 1990. That was my very first WWE live event at the Toronto Maple oh, Leaf Gardens. Yes, and I, I was too. <laughs> so I was... Uh, I'm pretty sure I had a plastic toy in my Wait house. a minute. I never told you what year... Wait, did I bring up the year? Yeah, you said 1990. Okay. Just said 1990. Okay, yeah, sometimes I, I'll, uh, I'll just uh, go fast. My brain will think faster than my... No, my mouth will move faster than my brain. Yes, we'll just smoothly sail into the next segment and conveniently ignore that senior moment. <laughs> senior moment? <laughs> Okay, so uh, last week we had last weekend we had Clash of Champions. Now you did you get to see this show? Um, outside of one match, which you told me to check out, I uh, I did not. Okay, well, well, um, I can um, we can run through the matches and um, let's go. We'll start with the kickoff show. Um. Again, we had a triple threat match to, on the kickoff show oh, for the nice. for the cruiserweight championship. Drew Gulag defeating Humberto Carrillo and Lince Dorado. You know, I, I feel I feel like we should just record one segment each time and, and play it every time we discuss a pre-show because I I feel like we say the same thing. But it, but in our defense, people, it does bear repeating. Why in the blue hell? I, I, I stole a punchline from the rock. My apologies. <laughs> uh, you know, but, but why in the world would a championship match be on the pre-show? Be careful, he might sue you for using his punchline. <laughs> well, then, then he, he can come talk to me. I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he. I'm sure he wouldn't look good publicly for. Uh, suing 
one one of his uh, disabled fans. So <laughs> we'll see how that we'll see how that works out publicly. But I'm, I'm, nah, he he seems like a really cool dude. So yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. But uh, sorry, Dwayne. <laughs> okay, so go on. So you were saying about uh, this uh, first match. Does anyone really watch 205 Live? Do you? No. Neither do I. I, I. I don't think very many people watch 205 Live. I don't... I, I'm, now, I thought I thought I heard something about that where they were going to make that like the third hour of SmackDown. I heard something to that degree, but I'm hoping that they do not move SmackDown to three hours. Um... So am I. I'm curious to see this uh, new debut on uh, Fox. Okay, uh, well, if you weren't a big fan of the first match, which was a championship match, our second match on the kickoff was AJ Styles defending the United States Championship, defeating Cedric Alexander. I know, I know you're not a fan of championship matches on the kickoff show. That's why I was saying. Well, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not because... And let, me, let me tell you why. Because I think, honestly, without getting too, you know, overly critical, um, I just think it does a disservice to, to the championships. Because, you know, if, if you think about it, Elio, WWE has never had this many championships ever. Nope. You know I mean? when, when, you know, you and, you and I came up, you know, there, were, there were four major championships and that was it. They meant something. Yep. And to me, one of, one of the really sad things about, about the state of wrestling now um, is this Championships don't mean jack shit at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go, if you go, regardless of who's of who's held it, 
what your opinion is about, you know, Brock Lesnar or whatever. That is the most useless championship I have ever seen short of the 24-7 championship. But in terms of that being a, a uh, you know, a better championship for, you know, your company on the flagship show of the program, that that championship has become an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sad. And, and I will, and here's another example. Uh, and I may not have mentioned this ever before on the uh, on the show, but my my favorite championship in WWE history, period, end of story, is the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I like that one. I like that. That's my favorite as well. And I forgot who the Intercontinental Championship was last week. I literally like. I was sitting. I was sitting in there, um, and at this very spot, doing, um, you know, watching YouTube clips and just and the network and just bullshitting around, watching wrestling, enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of a sudden, I'm like, shit, who's the Intercontinental Champion? And it was just like, oh, it's it's Shinsuke. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well that is, you know. It's it's embarrassing. <laughs> not not that Shinsuke is a champion, but the fact that I you know literally forgot who who the champion was, and I I think that's reflective of WWE's handling of their so-called championship. Well, that's what's happened. That's what happened to, to me uh, quite a few times in the past. I there were times where I'd forgotten, like, oh wow, I didn't even know this guy. That guy was champion. What? Why? Why? Why did? Why does Vince McMahon hate tag team wrestling? I don't, I don't know. To me, to me, it's 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 fun because there's so much that you can do in in a in a in a, in a tag team scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now I don't I don't like all the six man tags and the and the ten man tags. Yeah, no, that's too much.
Taylor defeated Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Now, let, let me let me focus on on the positive of that. Okay. Okay. So that that made sense because you know the two of them are we're gonna face off uh, later in the evening and it's in, create some dissension and stuff like that and, and that was that was logical book. So from that perspective, I enjoyed that. However, somebody has to explain to me why in the name of the Lord, and I'm not a religious man, but I understand you have religious iconography behind you. Uh So maybe you can look over your shoulder for some guidance or something and help me understand how these random-ass tag teams just get put together for for no freaking reason. And then all of a sudden, they land the belts. Yeah, do you remember? Do you remember when uh, we were talking about um, Robert Roode and Chad Gable when they put them together? We we kept saying how they were an odd pairing. This is even stranger. I don't. They have nothing in common. These two guys. So our next match, it was the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey defeating Charlotte Flair to retain the championship. Okay, I don't have an issue with the result right? because you know, I feel like I feel like these two, Bailey and, and Charlotte Flair, um, I like I like the pairing, especially since since Bailey had largely gotten lost in the shuffle mm-hmm. before winning. Before winning the championship, so I, I like I like the fact that they're bringing back you know legitimate legitimate feuds uh, from the four horsewomen. Uh, that for once is not uh, Becky and Charlotte Flair. Even though I do enjoy that contest, it was it was becoming like Randy Orton versus John Cena from the two thousand. And I, I I like this uh, I like this new Bailey. Yeah, this one, uh, it was time for a change, and I, I, I'm, I'm liking this new Bailey. The way she won, uh, at the way she won the match, and then she just slid out of the ring and ran back up the ramp. Yeah, and that, that, was, that, and that was classic heel work. I, I thought that was brilliant. Yep. Um, so, I was, I was a very big fan of that, and, and, and for that reason, because it, was, because it was done for a reason, and she ran out, um, the way she did, I didn't have a problem with the um, with the short mass time because it was done for a reason and it was logical. Yes. Um, and our our next one. Something that is just that has just become a running gag to me. Um, <laughs> as much as much as I appreciate the revival work um, and the new day. Um, for that matter, I just I'm just getting so tired of it. It's ridiculous. Um, the revival defeated the New Day by submission, and I hate to say this, but big freaking whoop. <laughs> I just, you know I I know I'm supposed to care, but I just don't. I just I'm sorry, but I just don't give a fuck. 
Well, I, I'm, I'm done with the new day. I'm just, I'm over it. Uh, it's, it's just time to, like, uh, split them up, do something. But it's ran, it's ran its course. Nikki Cross and Harley Quinn defeating uh, Fire and Desire. Oh my, oh my god. Uh, happy, happy. Um, uh, yeah. uh, I just, I love the likes of Wood. <laughs> she looked good. Oh. Wow, I, I, I just love the way she dresses up like Harley Quinn. I just I just got a call from a newspaper company uh, before we went on the air, and I was telling my brother was saying they're still around. There's something called the internet. You can just read the newspaper online. Make that a sound clip all its own. about this pairing Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Mm-hmm. 
even, even though he deserved it and and, and, <laughs> the, and the chase was very um, compelling stuff uh, since he actually um, since he actually captured it I've, I've found his run to be extremely underwhelming so now no, no, sorry not now side side note with Tom Smackdown's debut who's who wins Brock or Kofi Absolutely, Brock. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with Brock because I'm so done with Kofi. Again, it's just uh, when he first won the championship. Okay, everyone's all cool and they're all happy. He got his moment, but now it's just not working anymore. Yeah, and they're still throwing the fucking pancakes and. Ugh. Uh, that's the one thing I can't stand about the new days. Them and their fucking pancakes. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I, I got Elio Canella, the gentleman, to drop the F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of myself right now. I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm floating on air. You know, we mentioned the heavenly harps a little bit earlier. I just, I'm floating on a cloud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then we had so, then we had uh, the Raw Women's Championship Becky Lynch holding on to the championship uh, but losing to Sasha Banks by DQ after swinging a chair and missing Sasha Banks and knocking out the referee with the steel chair. Uh, now yeah, this yeah. was match of the night for me. It was actually uh, 16 minutes. It was 15. Um, <laughs> but um, so that was 
Yep. I liked I liked seeing Luke Harper return. And actually having somebody defeat uh, defeat Roman Reigns uh, for, for a logical reason mm-hmm. um, was uh, was refreshing. Um, Seth Rollins defeated Braun Strowman in the main event to retain uh, the Universal Championship. Um, I, I feel like that's become. I feel like every time Braun Strowman is in a Universal Championship, you just know, or is in a title match, you just know he's gonna lose. Why? Why won't? They, why? Why can't? Why won't they give this guy a chance to run with the belt? Because I, I think, I think, I think they've just messed up his booking so bad since trying to make him like family friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, you know, the injuries with his knees. The, you know the. Yeah, the guy's an athletic freak, but he, I just, you know, the way he moves, I just, it, he looks like he's in pain. I feel bad for the guy. Um, let's see, and and can I just, can I just say, and just no disrespect to Braun because I actually, um, I actually admire that he had the balls to to do this move because I wouldn't do it if I was, you know. Fucking six eight three eighty five. Can we can we agree that he should never come off the rope and splash somebody ever? Again? No, I saw that when he did that splash. Like, I was surprised. I came out of nowhere. That, but, but but I mean, but did you actually take a look at it? Because it looked like he just landed bad, and it looked like Seth Rollins was gonna die. Yeah, no, I saw it. like he was on top rope, just jumped and landed. On Rollins, yeah. and it's like it looked really awkward the way he landed. Uh, yeah, and it's just I don't think there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of protection going on for poor Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. I think I think if I I think if I was in Rollins' position, I might have seen my life flash before my eyes. And and then we know what happened uh, after the match. Of course, uh, Bray Wyatt shows up and the Fiend attacks Rollins. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a fan of the Fiend? Oh, yes. Yes. They have, they have fully convinced me. Um, as I, as have, you, have, you, have you let them in? <laughs> yes. They have absolutely fully convinced me. I was I was a little bit dubious on the direction that they were gonna go, uh, but they have absolutely convinced me. It's like the coolest thing I've seen on on WWE programming in years. Mm-hmm. Um, just yay. Um, so no complaints there. Um, moving on to uh, uh, Monday Night Raw the following evening. Oh, hold uh, on. Okay, so you were saying Monday Night Raw. Let's see, Monday Night Raw this week came to us from the Thompson Bowling Arena in Knoxville, Tennessee. And Ben, we know who the mayor is in Knoxville. I've, I've, heard, I've heard rumors. <laughs> I, I, he goes by the name Glenn Jacobs, but I gotta tell you, Elio, he looked, he looked pretty damn familiar. <laughs> <laughs> familiar to me. 
So we're going to start with the opening match. We had the OC defeating Cedric Alexander and the Viking Raiders in the six-person tag match. I don't know why they listed a six-person. We all know it's a six-man tag match. Then... And then we have our King of the Ring Finals, Baron Corbin defeats Chad Gable, and we have a new king. I thought this was a good match. I I was I, there. There were times where I thought Chad Gable was actually gonna win. Mike Kanellis had a long night. He worked uh, two matches back to back while losing first to Rick Shea and then to a returning Rusev. Now, what do you think of this new look that Rusev's got? I'm just glad to see him back on TV. I, I, don't, I don't really know about his look. He kind of looks like a, a cross between a 70s porn star and a, and a, and a, um, and a gigantic piece of mountain. Or whatever. I don't. I, I don't know. He looks. He looks. He looks. Um. He looks like a cross between uh, 
um, Sandra Clegane and a, and a 70s porn star. So <laughs> I, I, I just... I have no idea. Now I have a question. What are they, what are they doing with this thing? Maria keeps, like, talking down the it's, mic and all this about the... Uh, it's so stupid. And, that, and that apparently, like, she didn't ricochet as the baby daddy and whatever. And then, and then, you know, she was like, okay, it's Rusev. And then earlier today, as I was doing research for my podcast, and at this point, this is literally when I put down my my mouse and I turned my computer off and I went to sleep. Okay? I I, just, I needed a break. I needed I needed a moment. I'm not, I'm not the sensitive type but I just I had to roll my eyes and go to sleep. Oh. Believe believe it or not, it is being reported that Maury Povich <laughs> No. No what? When it comes to money at Raw, you are not invited. <laughs> you know, jeez. That's a bad idea. I'm just like, no, please, God. Oh, my goodness. It's like, Elliot, we have to conspire to find a way to keep this from happening. Okay, next we had a 24-7 title defense. We have a new champion as uh, the mayor of Knoxville. Glenn Jacobs rolled up our truth to become the new 24-7 champion. Wow. <laughs> once, once again, you know, God damn that guy looks familiar, but I can't... I don't know. Where have I seen him before? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we have Rey Mysterio defeating Cesaro. Yep. But but that match result was just eye rolling to me. Absolutely eye rolling. I mean the, the poor the, the poor guy can't get any can't get can't get anything. Like he's so good. It's like what are they doing? But wow, at NXT UK takeover Cardiff Cesaro and Ilya Dragunov, that was a great match. Yes, apologies for the late upload. Uh, I I was uh, taking care of uh, things, otherwise it would have been uploaded earlier. Our next match, it was Bailey and Sasha Banks defeating Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raw is becoming more <laughs> logical. I won't say it's 
wonderful, but it's 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 refreshing to have a dose of logic. Is this the same show we were watching months ago that we we kept complaining, kept uh, scratching our heads about, wondering where they're going? Well, well, I, I, I think I think the I think the wheels are finally in motion um, for for some change. So perhaps they heard our Owen Hart impressions and uh, <laughs> are, are finally um, getting us something because. And our next match, as quickly as he won it, this Glenn Jacobs uh, character lost the championship back to R-Truth for how many times is it now? What, what is he the 100th time? 100th I, time? I, I, think this was saved, I think this was his 16th time. Jeez. Oh my goodness, what is going on? R-Truth, the longest reigning 24-7 champion. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb, Elio, and, and say that, that that record won't capture the amount of uh, prestige it was where. It's just a sneaking suspicion. Um, but, you know, you you got you to gotta give the guy credit for, um, for staying relevant and actually being entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, He is making it entertaining. Yes. Then we had Lacey Evans defeating Dana Brooke by submission. gentlemen we will be right back all right our uh, main event of the of money at raw we had seth rollins defeating robert rude by disqualification yeah, yeah well no shit that was gonna happen <laughs> yeah, look, what the, look what they've done to robert rude it's criminal it's terrible <laughs> and uh so that is our uh, money at raw review for September the 16th, and now we'll move on to our review of WWE Smackdown Live. I'm going to turn it over to my co-host, Ben. Take it away. Okie dokie. Um, let's see. Let me pull it up here. Added. Okay. So, we, it's not actually telling me where uh, Smackdown emanated from. But, it uh, was from it was uh, at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, uh, very good. Yes, I I, I remember now. Oh, that's because you told me. Uh, <laughs> okay, so so um so let's see. To to start out the action, we got uh we we got um the new day, Bay Shocker, uh. Battling Randy 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So, uh, Bougie was big and did some damage. No, uh, Kingston came in and uh, hit the SOS, and uh, but Dawson broke up the pinfall, and then we have. Um, we had a uh, we had a big DDT on Kingston by Orton. I personally thought that was going to be it. I was hoping, I was I was dreaming, but it was not to be because uh, Biggie interfered and uh, got Orton into the ring post, and that that cleared uh, that cleared the way for a trouble in paradise. Yeah, I, I don't care for either team, but um, I like uh, the Revival, Revival and Orton a lot better than Jay. Well, he, absolutely. And I never thought I would say this, but uh, the segment was saved by Brock Lesnar. Oh, yes. If you look at this uh, show, um, three matches and uh, the, the the main events. I don't know about this main events. Nakamura in a non-title match. Of course, not 
Oh wow! I said, I said, I said uh, three matches uh, because um, they don't even have it listed here. I still, I still have to say, this is one thing reason why SmackDown doesn't make sense because I thought Shane uh, lost at some pay per view and uh, he was uh, fired. Or I'm just saying, wow, to their own writing, because they put themselves in their corner, and then uh, to get out of this, they, they, they use that logic. <laughs> Judy making an appearance. <laughs> we better be quiet. Vince might be listening. I love to see Judge Judy like uh, have her way with a Shane, putting him in this place. <laughs> well, yeah, that that would be uh, that would be entertaining. Um, and then in terms of, we actually got um, got a match up next: uh, Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. and a singles match to follow up from Raw. Um, I, this was actually probably the worst match I've seen from them, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think it was intended to really be a classic. Um, it was it was a way to get Carmella involved in the feud, which is really uh, strange to me. That yeah, that was, was awkward uh, to, to see Carmella, of all people, come out to save Charlotte Flair. And I think it was just uh, to showcase more of Sasha's new heel role, like in uh, the and her favorite weapon, which is a chair, steel chairs. Well, I'll tell you what; these women need to relearn how to swing steel chairs. Because if they don't, they're gonna 
Yeah, Sasha, Sasha Banks has uh, taken a few uh, steel chairs and uh, not swung them that great. <laughs> yeah. about to cry. Yes, well actually, and, and I was I was smart because 
I purposely waited until much later mm-hmm. uh, to to check out the um, the network segment of the show because I kind of had a sneaking suspicion uh, that the network was gonna have a problem. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, but he, but you know, and to a certain extent, it's understandable because when you have that degree of of people. Uh, coming in and, and logging in to see something um, yep. at the same time. That, that's perfectly understandable. Um, but I, I, I feel like they should they should have anticipated that and maybe had a backup plan because that was the worst um, that was the worst possible time uh, for it to crash. Yeah. In that scenario. Now, and then the other thing that confused me because I, I like I said since I checked it out later I, I didn't I didn't catch this bit of news until it was already done um, but um, but the reason why they went from the TV to the back to the network was because Suits was still airing um, you know it, it, Suits has its uh, season finale next week, so I assume we're gonna have another network scenario. But if if that was the case, why couldn't why couldn't they wait until after Suits was over to uh, to air? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, obviously there's multiple pieces in place, but aside from that, I I thought the actual show was actually kind of lacking. Um, you know, I feel like some production elements were off. Um, you know, and, and really, the only match for me that was thoroughly enjoyable um, was um, was uh, the Velveteen Dream versus Roger Strong, um, the main the main event of the TV portion. And, uh, but in terms of uh, just in terms of feel, it, I mean, it did feel special, but there are some just some production elements that they need to work on. But overall, I found it entertaining. And then the other um, the other thing that I enjoyed surprisingly was Leo Rush's return uh, to NXT. I, I thought that was I thought that was a pleasant surprise because I was. Pretty sure his career was done after after he seemingly put his foot in his mouth one too many times. But I I hope that that kind of stuff uh, does get straightened out for him because the guy clearly has talent and you know he could go somewhere, especially with this uh, focus on the cruiserweights now. So I'm hoping that he gets his stuff in order. Okay. So after my complaining about um, some minor uh, production issues, mm-hmm. including the network, we, uh, Eliana and I will now get into our official review of the show. Yes, and uh, actually, there before the actual show, there were two dark matches. In the first, there was Angel Garza defeating Raul Mendoza. And in the second, Damien Priest defeated Kona Reeves. 
Okay. Right, so our first match was a four-way to determine the number one contender to Shayna Baszler's NXT Women's Championship. It was Candice LeRae defeating Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Mia Yim. I just, I just want someone else. Uh, I want, I want someone else. Um, in, in that, in that role, because uh, Shayna Baszler's had that championship. It seems like forever. Um, well, yeah, but then again, then again, like if you think about it, she's the hottest heel um, performer. <clears throat> really. Okay, but now they have Io Shirai as a, as a heel. She works much better as a heel. And of course, you know I'm a huge fan of Mia Yim. I just uh, like her character. Okay, in the next match, uh, we have... Ugh, I cannot believe this. Ben, do you want to take this one? <laughs> uh, it was Cameron Grimes versus Sean Maluda. What? What? If you blink, you would have missed it. What the hell? <laughs> Jeez, I mean, and this, this, this is uh, that. What do you think of this, Cameron Grimes? Uh, he was Trevor Lee in Impact Wrestling. I don't know. What do you think about this guy? Now, this was divided into two parts. Part one was on television, part two was on network, or vice versa, whichever. But either way, the next one, it was a North American Championship. Roderick Strong defeating Velveteen Dream in the Undisputed Era are carrying all the gold. Okay. 
And now we move on to the second half of NXT. We have Pete Dunne defeating Arturo Rua. Now, do you remember this guy? Yeah, he was uh, Adrian, I think Adrian Chow, he teamed with Cesar Bononi or something. Yeah. Yeah. And in the next match, Aaliyah just makes me sad. She's been there forever, and they just keep making her lose. She loses to Zia Lee. I mean, cause I, love, I love Vanessa Bourne. She's like one of my favorites in NXT. Uh, well, yes. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. Next was uh, your, your, your good friend, Leo Rush, making his return to feeling only Orkin. This is the main event, the street fight with Killian Dane and uh, Matt Riddle going to a no contest. So the fact, the fact that like, you know, you're, you're making it 
Okay, and uh, that is our NXT report review for this week. And now, Ben, are you ready to jump into the DeLorean? Absolutely. Okay, so we are going back to September the 20th, 1997 for a WWE UK only pay-per-view called One Night Only. And this was headlined by a European Championship match. Shawn Michaels defeating Davey Boy Smith to become the new WWF European Champion. Yep. Have you ever seen any of these uh, one eight only pay per views? Okay, so, um, what do you say we bring this week's show to a close? Is that where you watch your stuff on your Xbox? Uh, by and large, yes. Okay. Um. Actually, I'm not sure if you uh, have this, uh, but have you ever heard of an app called Tubi? No, I haven't. What's that? I thought I was seeing things, and I guess I was, because um, I don't think it's uh, no longer available, but on a... It's this app where they have all these uh, movies, like, they have a whole bunch of good movies and a whole bunch of lesser-known movies, but I was looking in their sports uh, category, and they had Lucha Underground. Okay, so uh, before we uh, head out, um, ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for if the sound goes in and out, but uh, we had a couple of technical issues with the connection dropping, but we got it back up and working, and also to avoid completely getting disconnected, I had to move around, so you didn't hear any of that because... We 
briefly uh, paused the show and went into commercial while I was while I was connecting things. A week. Yeah, well, yeah, two weeks, because we weren't on last week. Well, what well, once I do upload it, uh, you can give it a listen and uh, let me know how it how it sounded. Oh, absolutely, for sure. All right, cool. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show for this week. We will be back next week. I have been your host, Elliot Canella. He's been my co-host, Ben Pierce. Saying we will talk to you all next week. Ben, say goodbye to the fans. You gotta get bruised before you get mad You gotta fall down before you fight back Was feeling so weak, but baby I'm strong Little did I know I'm a champion I'm a champion